2023 changes. Hey everyone, Adam Bergman here, tax attorney, founder of IRA Financial. On today's AdBits, we'll be chatting about what has changed for Roth IRA investors in uh, 2023. So what's going on in 2023? Well, what happened in 2022? And we know that's inflation. So thanks to inflation, in 2023, one can now make higher contributions to a Roth IRA. And that is $6,500 or $7,500 if you are over the age of 50 years old. Now, to make Roth IRA contributions, number one, you have to have earned income. Okay, so you need to have 1099, be an independent contractor, consulting, W-2. Essentially, you have to have earned income. So passive income like capital gains, interest, dividends, royalties, rental income, not characterized as earned income, not subject to self-employment tax, for example, and thus is not eligible to be contributed to a Roth IRA. So if you made a million dollars selling uh, Tesla stocks or Bitcoin or a home, and you have no earned income, meaning no ordinary income, all you have is one capital gain transaction or interest or dividends or royalties or rental income, you're rich, congratulations, but you're not able to make a contribution to a Roth IRA. So a lot of real estate investors, traders, a lot of them have no retirement accounts. Why? Because they treat everything as passive income. They don't want to be deemed an active business and therefore they don't have any earned income. So if you have earned income, great. You obviously need to have at least $6,500 to make a $6,500 Roth IRA contribution. Good news, if you're married and your spouse has earned income, but you don't, you can piggyback off your spouse. So let's say you're a stay-at-home dad, you don't make any money, you just take care of the kids. Your wife is the breadwinner. She goes out, makes a lot of money. You can piggyback off her and put up to $6,500 or $7,500 into a Roth IRA if you're over the age of 50, so long as she's earned sufficient income from earned income sources, not from capital gains or dividends or interest, royalties, rental income um, items um, that are actually passive. Those are not eligible. It must be active earned income type categories of income. So Schedule C, um, if it's a 1065, it's got to be business income. Uh, ordinary income, W-2, guaranteed payments, can't be uh, passive. Um, what else do you need to know? So IRA contributions are due April 15th for the previous year. Okay, so for 2022, you can do Roth IRA contributions up until April 15th. For the 22 taxable year, you can do it up until April 15th, 2023. Uh, How does it work? Who can make Roth IRA contributions? So there are income thresholds. I'll read them to you, but I'm going to explain in a minute why they actually don't matter. So if you're married, file jointly, and you make over $218,000, uh, excuse me, over $228,000, you can't do a Roth IRA. But hold that thought. I'm going to come back to it. I promise. If you're married, file separately, okay, and you make more than 10K, you can't do a Roth IRA. If you're single or you married, file separately and make more than 153, you can't do a Roth IRA. If you make between 138 and 153, it's a reduced amount. If you make less than 138, um, obviously you can do a full Roth IRA. Same if you're married, file jointly. If you make between 218 and 228, 
it's a reduced amount of how much go in the Roth IRA. You make less than 218, you can do a full Roth IRA. Now, I mentioned to hold that thought. There's something called a backdoor Roth IRA. And since 2010, when the IRS got rid of income limitations for Roth conversions, since 2010, you can now do what's called a backdoor Roth IRA, irrespective of your income level. So even if you make $100 million a year, $10 million a year, $20 million a year, $280,000 a year, even though it's above that $228,000 married filed jointly income threshold, you can still do a Roth IRA thanks to the backdoor Roth IRA rules. So how do they work? Well, it's pretty simple. All you need to do is make an after-tax IRA contribution. So open a traditional IRA or just fund a traditional IRA. And then you simply will move those after the IRA funds, which you are treating as after-tax, meaning you're not going to take a tax deduction for it. And you will simply move it from the traditional to the Roth. And since it's after-tax to Roth and no earnings have been accumulated on that after-tax contribution, let's say you put in $6,000 January 20th, January 21st, you convert it to Roth, 6,000 bucks just stayed in the bank account. All right, it didn't earn anything. You didn't invest it. You didn't buy Bitcoin or Tesla or Apple stock. So it's still the same money. And then you convert it to Roth. And since it was after tax to Roth, there's no tax. So we'd fill out a 1099R and we put zero in taxable amount. One thing to keep in mind, there's pro rata formula rules for that backdoor Roth IRA. What do I mean? I mean that if you have other pre-tax IRA funds out there, not after tax, but pre-tax IRA funds out there, let's say you have 12,000 or 6,000 bucks, keep it simple. Let's say you have $6,000 in a pre-tax IRA fidelity from you know a long time ago, okay? It's worth 6,000 bucks now. And you wanna do a backdoor Roth IRA of $6,000 for 2022. This is how it would work. If you didn't have that other IRA, then you could just do a 100% backdoor Roth IRA conversion of the 6,000 to Roth without any issue, without any tax. But in the example I said, you had a pre-tax IRA at a different institution, what happens? Well, there's pro rata formula rules. And what do they do? They say this, if you have a pre-tax IRA out there and you wanna do a backdoor Roth IRA, you have to do a formula. And the formula is as follows. You take the backdoor Roth IRA amount, 6,000 in this example, you take the other amount, 6,000, you combine them, that's 12,000. And then you take the amount you want to backdoor, which is six, six divided by 12, that's 50%. So that means 50% of the $6,000 I'm going to backdoor this year could go to Roth. The other 3,000 needs to stay in after tax. Okay. And you got to keep doing this till eventually it gets into the Roth. Why? It's the way these rules work, right? The IRS doesn't want you to ignore your other pre-tax IRA and just kind of leave that as a pre-tax IRA and keep doing these backdoors with this new account. They basically want you to keep that aggregated and include that in your equation. So what could you do? Well, you could simply convert the other 6,000 bucks to Roth and then you won't have any more money in a pre-tax IRA and you're not gonna to have to worry about the uh, pro rata formula. But what happens on conversions is you generally pay tax. When you convert a pre-tax IRA to Roth, you pay tax on the fair market value of the conversion. And that is ordinary income. So if you convert 6,000 bucks, that $6,000 is added to your 1040 tax return with all your other income. And then based off your sum of all your other income, the tax rate will be imposed on that amount. So obviously you need to 
have the ability and capacity to pay the tax. Okay, so that's obviously something to uh, keep in mind. So it's super important if you are doing the backdoor Roth IRA that you take a survey of what your other IRA pre-tax IRAs are to see how plausible it is and you know, whether the backdoor Roth IRA makes sense. So in sum, for 2023, the major changes I mentioned is the 6,000 and 7,000 for 2022 went up to 6,500 and 7,500 in 2023. I expect that to go higher in 2024. Why? Thanks to the Secure Act 2.0, which was signed into law by President Biden at the end of December of 2022. The catch up, that extra $1,000 for folks over the age of 50, will now be indexed for inflation. In the past, it has not been indexed for inflation. So that means that we continue to have a high environment of inflation. That $7,500 amount is going to go higher. And, and probably that $6,500 amount will go higher as well, but it will be a bigger um, divide than a thousand bucks. You're going to see a bigger spread than the thousand dollars. So um, otherwise, the only other changes I mentioned is the income threshold. The married file jointly max is 228. It was 214 last year, uh, but it's really not that relevant because you can always do a backdoor Roth IRA. Although it becomes relevant if you have other pre-tax IRAs and you do not want to do a backdoor Roth IRA because of that pro rata formula, then you know if you're under 228, well, if you're under 218, you can do the Roth IRA in full. If you're between 218 and 228, there's a reduced amount. And the same applies if you're single, it's uh, between 138 and 153. If you're under 138K, you couldn't do a full Roth IRA, irrespective of backdoors, and you don't have to worry about any other IRAs out there. You can just straight away make that Roth IRA contribution. So other than that, you know, happy, happy trails. I hope you uh, consider Roth IRAs. Um, you can still do them for 2022 up until April 15th. So you still have time to make that decision. Um, again, even if you don't have income, you can piggyback off your spouse. If you have income and your spouse doesn't, she can, or he can piggyback off the other spouse. If kids, 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 and I'm going to do multiple blogs, podcasts, videos on this for the next several months because generally between January and April, uh, I'll always do a few on this. If your kids work, they have earned income, you can pay them your business, assuming they actually you know, perform real work. They're not you know, six years old and sleeping on the couch. You can't pay them to do that. But if they're you know, 13, 14, 15, and you know, could, could do something in your business, whether it's moving boxes, inventory, um, YouTube videos, marketing, whatever, it is test you pay them and, and start them on that process of, putting some of that money in a Roth IRA. Why? Why? I should have started with this. Why is the Roth IRA so powerful? Well, once you're over the age of 59 and a half and the Roth's been open at least five years, you can pull money out of the Roth IRA tax free. Don't have to worry about any tax. So obviously the younger you are, the more time you're going to have for that Roth IRA to compound and grow. So long as you're patient and trust the process, once you're over 59 and a half, the Roth's been open and funded for at least five years. Just pull it out. Hey, I need 30K to do this, 20K to do that, 2K to do that. It's your tax-free personal piggy bank. Now, of course, you don't have to pull it out. There's no requirement of distributions when you reach the age of 73. So you can simply keep it in there. If you pass, it goes to a spouse or to uh, a non-spouse without tax. Uh, so it's a very, very attractive retirement account, obviously the downfall of the Roth IRA, or I don't want to say downfall. The negative is you don't get a, dedu a deduction for the contribution. Um, 
whereas, you know, five or $6,000 deductions help, but it's not, um, you know, super, um, it's important. It's not like super, super valuable. Um, so personally, for me, for young folks, I always tell them, go Roth. Um, the five or six grand in deductions. Well, if you put $6,000 into a traditional IRA and you pay 30% tax, it's $1,800 benefit or so. So it helps to reduce your taxable income. But as I mentioned, it's not like a total game changer. Whereas if you can be consistent and just keep putting money in a Roth IRA for the next 10, 15, 20, 30 years, like you're going to have real, real, real tax-free wealth when you're over the age of 59 and a half. And to me, that's way, way, way more valuable than small current deduction. Now, if it was a 30, $40,000 deduction, different story, but 6,500, 7,500, so say your tax rate 20, 30%, do the math, you know, $1,200, $1,800 of deductions are good. I'm not turning them down, but um, it's not as supreme as tax-free money when you're older. And hopefully an account that keeps growing and growing. So hope um, you guys now fully understand the differences in Roth IRA rules for 2023. So thanks for uh, spending some time here today. I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, thank you. Don't forget to subscribe. You can also give me a thumbs up. Why not? Appreciate it. Uh, if you guys have comments, questions, leave them. I do my best to get through them as quick as possible. And otherwise, hope you enjoyed the show. And I will see everyone again next week, same time, and um, have an amazing week. Thanks, and uh, take care.